sure I got a song. Okay, let me do this. Let me do this. Okay, here I go. <clears throat> okay, you ready? All right. <clears throat> mm. Just the other day, I heard a hoe say, matter of fact, what could a hoe say with a face like this and a bitch just paid? Shit, what could a hoe say? The bag's so expensive, my pussy came with it. Body so nice, they be saying who did it. But everything natural, actual, factual, prissy in the streets, but I fuck like an animal. All you hoes know who the fuck I am, from your boyfriend down to my Instagram, to all them busted ass bitches that you kiki with. I bet your jaw drop if you ever see me, bitch. I'm her, 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 she, 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 <laughs> it's me, me. Oh man, I love that song. That's my good girl, Megan Thee Stallion. You know her. Yeah, that's cute. I love that. You, that's you never why. got to her. That's why. You never got to her. No, uh, a little her. I never got to I'm... her, but I feel like I need to because that was everything. <laughs> you never heard? Her? Oh, no, you sleeping? I'm slacking. Girl. I am apparently. You just be listening to Lotto. I'm disappointed. All you do is listen to Lotto. <laughs> Devereaux, you have you heard listen to um make because you're a rap girl. Have you listened to Megan's new album like Tra- Traumazine? Was it Traumazine? I think not the. I haven't listened to the whole album, but oh, I have man. heard that song before. Damn. Yeah, on our episode about supporting Black women, we just don't even listen to these girls' albums. We just anyway, girls, welcome back to Tuesday Queens, <laughs> one of the few places in the podsphere where you can hear a conversation about politics, dick, and what it's really like to be a Black woman in America. Okay, okay. I'm your host, Miss Malachi. Um. I'm joined by aquatics expert and noted ally to fish, Miss Devereaux. Hey, girl. <laughs> just FYI, I still listen to Renaissance almost every day. So <laughs> okay. I'm supporting black. I'm supporting black fish in my own way. I'm supporting <laughs> okay. fish. Okay. Big fat. Um, Fuck you, hoe. Well, it felt like you know it's been a while this season since we. I don't think we had any fish on in years, and it felt like it's about time. So I was like, let me think about who's the fiercest fish I know and a bad bitch. And I was like, how about the one I was born with, one of the OG <laughs> members of the congregation, my sister Mel. Hey, girl. Hello, hello. <laughs> Look at welcome, her. welcome. And y'all can't see that, but she got this cute little wrap on, <laughs> face looking yeah, fresh. Yeah, she looks good. You know, if you're anti-black, you're sister... anti-black, okay? Her sister, when I tell you Miss Malachi's sister is a beat, her face is <laughs> sickening. I've been saying that for years. Like, her face slays she, to the gods, thank you, honey. Thank I'm you. telling you, like. Thank you, guys. And yes. it's just teeth, teeth too. Teeth. Both of them got some pretty teeth. <laughs> oh, both come yeah, on. Yeah, I, I had braces, though, yeah, so, yeah. you know, his are natural. Ooh, yeah, his wow. Natural. We'll see how long it lasts, girl. I might have to get some Invisalign. You know, shift be shifting around. But uh <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um But Deborah was almost like, oh, y'all should just have, you know, just have, you know, just be all with just the two of you. I was like, no, you don't understand. My sister is a real Devereaux stan. Girl, t- tell the people this is how, true, okay? you know, Number one, how much you love her. Fanzo, okay? Number one, okay. Uno. All right? Don't do me like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. My heart would have hurt just oh, a little okay. bit, Okay. Oh no! Okay, okay. What? What? I could have thought. I thought y'all could have had some sister time. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't sure. (laughs) We do that on the regular, okay? That comes all the time, all right? I had to. I had to sit with my Gemini sis real quick. Oh yes, come Come through Gemini's. Come through Gemini. Yes. Okay. So what? What is it about Devro that does it for you, girl? Because we don't often. I mean, we haven't done a. you know, uh, check in with the girls in a minute. So getting to like talk to the congregation, what is it about Miss Devereaux that just you appreciate? It is the unapologetic, blatant, I'm going to say what I feel. This is what mm. it is. I don't care if you like mm. it. I don't care if you agree. 
But this is mm. what I'm going to say. I love it. Because mm-hmm. I'll be right there in my car like, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. That's why she, yeah. Yeah. That's why she it's can't the, keep a job either. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> no, I, really the funny thing is I'd be the one who'd be quitting jobs and stuff. Because I don't, you know, I she says it, but i just be like, you know, I'm going to walk out on this one. That's an action for me. Um but you know, it's a how good... many jobs? How many jobs have you had, Miss Malachi? Like, girl, she's in, gone through some total. jobs. She's gone through some. Yeah. I, I'll be to be are fair. You up, I... Are you up to ten? Are you up to ten since college? Oh, no, wow. you're not up you to ten, know... though, are you? Oh, bitch! I don't is that think a so. real? Do you think is that a real number that people count how many jobs they've had? Because I mean, I might be yeah, close to know. like I had at least like three hotel jobs. Mm-hmm. For, well, the spa job, the spa. The spa that's the job I got fired for because I was stealing some yes, gift cards. Yes. You know, she was being a. <laughs> You know, I wanted a massage for free, bitch. It was stressful being on these LA streets. So I had that. So that's an agency. Four. You had an agency. You had an agency. I worked at a talent agency. So oh, that's yeah. five. I mean, we count all the like. I was a production. Yeah. at Drag Race. So I was a production mm-hmm. assistant. I did a bunch of jobs there. She I worked really on a reality that. TV show. No, your current job. My your current, current job. Like, where Government she, she's is a spy sad. for the yes. Brits. Uh-huh. Yes. And yes. then um and then I just had a TV show job, girls, which we're gonna talk a little bit more about that next episode. Um, where I was working on a TV show in a writer's room. So I think I'm like I think I'm only at like nine. So I'm I was not say, at I don't 10. know if that was ten. That wasn't ten, I don't think. No. But I'm up there. And you know she's about to quit this Brit job because she's over. She's sick of working on that with this many white people for real. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's hard. I mean, well, Mel, yeah. Hmm? What are you Mel, say? how many jobs? How many jobs has Mel had? How many jobs? How many have Mel? I had? How many jobs have you had since Ooh. college? Since college, I might be at ten. Uh-oh. My damn self. <laughs> oh, no. are you at ten? Cause I've been a bartender. Like you know, when you're when you're in that type of nightlife, I'll be real quick to be like, oh yeah, all right, I'm not coming back. I'm gonna just go down <laughs> to the next bar. <laughs> um. I've had a couple bar jobs. I've had I have worked a couple law firms. I'm working with a bank now. They're on my last mm-hmm. nerve. Um oh and I've worked at a few a few daycares that have been directors. That that'll make you quit. Oh hell yeah. That'll make you, you quit. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that. Like, yeah. yeah. So see I might be at You 10. said fuck them kids. I, you said I fuck them be, kids. Yeah, sis. see? That's what you said. That's exactly fuck what them I said. Kids. <laughs> yeah. Um but but you know, girl, this is a good episode to have you on because we we, we got to do some current news and some events. I mean, first off, we got to talk about. I know Devereaux won't be happy to hear this, but um, you know, our billionaire didn't was he a billionaire? Maybe um, Miss Rick Caruso, our Italian Lat- Latino <laughs> mayoral candidate, did not win. So Karen Bass, a black woman, um, she's going to be the first. Um, well, she's the first. She's the first black woman, um, so for the first woman mayor of L.A., I think, and only the second black person in 240 years of L.A. history. 241. So she got 53% of the vote um, as opposed to Caruso's 46.9. But she was outspent 11, point, 11 to 1. Like, he was spending money, honey. Mm. Um, 100, 100 million of his own money mm. he spent. Mm-hmm. Do, do you all know who the first that. black mayor... Uh, no, that's, I mean, but she fought it. She won mm. and she won. Sis won. Like, but you know what? It's crazy because I looked him up. Who the f- I don't know. I just blanked his, on his name, but I thought it was his, interesting his that he, name, yeah, go ahead, girl. You know his, his name? His name is, 
His name is Tom Bradley. Yeah, he's mayor. Maybe. Yes. Oh, our airport for- is named after him. Tom Bradley Airport. Yeah, exactly. Oh. The, international. the international airport. The international mm-hmm. section of the airport. Oh. Yeah, that terminal. Yep. And and he ran from he ran for governor of California. Lost. And he was. He was polling ahead, mm. and then he got beat. He got beat out by the Republican because of what they call the Bradley effect, where white people say on the phone in a poll that they're going to vote for somebody black, but then actually don't oh. vote for them. And that's how he. Ended, that's why wow. they call it the Bradley effect. Yeah, you've never seen Tom that Bradley. happen before. Um, yeah, I also thought it was interesting that apparently, like the right, I guess he was kind of mayor around the riots, but or like had some impact around that because I think he was. That's part of the reason he left office was like how his handling of the riots. So it didn't seem to help him, but you know, but still. And the the riots really heavily hit the town, the part of town that you live in now too. Mm-hmm. If you go it's watch Korea documentaries, town. like yeah. yeah, Koreatown was hit hard in the riots. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. but it's interesting. Miss Karen's big goal, a lot of it is around homelessness because you know Miss LA, she's mm-hmm. real. So and while Caruso was kind of running on like, oh, I'm gonna clean up and like, I feel like you know we don't have a strong right. policing system yeah. and you know Miss Devereaux's favorite subjects, um, yes, Miss Karen yes. was <laughs> lock him up, lock him up, Thanks. lock him up. <laughs> yeah. was, no girl, don't see him, see the <laughs> Lord, these girls just get before I know it, girls. girls a, couple these, for a, bail reform. a couple of these, a couple actually, of these niggas need to be locked up. Actually, you know, they talk, need to, you know, some of them need to be. Let's locked do it, girl. Let's talk true. about Philly, Miss uh, Miss Mel, my sister. You are no longer you're you were a Philly girl because that's where we were born and raised. You let you I left for a bit in that to go to atrocious city. Oh, that's right. I forgot you were born in Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you. I forgot where my Thank sister you. was born, Thank y'all. You. Um, Thank you. But I mean, pretty much you were raised. You were raised in Philly for sure. Like I definitely um, didn't vote for that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I feel like talking to you, it seems like Philly has gotten as rough as LA, probably more so. And I think that was part of the reason you left, right? Because so you're no longer. You don't need to say, but you're like you're living like. Are you in the South? Is that the South? You're kind of. I live in North Carolina. Below the. North Carolina okay. is, huge, is that the below so the doesn't matter. Is that below the Mason Dixon line? It, no. it sure is. No. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's you and this yes. Mason Dixon line. It's barely there. Like Any... people, people from the cold <laughs> South don't. Did they have slaves, girl? Was it a slave? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What what, what state did it? <laughs> right. <laughs> anything anything below Maryland is the Mason Dixon line. Right. But, so, but people down here yeah. don't be trying to hear that. But it is the truth. Like, yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, but Philly, you left Philly because really um. Yeah, what was so bad about Philly that you're like, girl, I gotta go? You know, um, I I lived in Philly before, you know, like middle school, high school, and when I went to college, I had a lot of people. Like, I went out of state to college, mm-hmm. partially, but I had a lot of people who would meet me and be like, oh my god you're from Philly. That's crazy. And I remember consistently being like, it's really not that bad. Like every city has its bad parts. I will say that too. It don't smell as bad as New York. Y'all New York girls live in a trash city too. Like New York no is so foul. No place smells worse than Jersey to me. I just don't want it. I can't. <laughs> not the I think, I think Philly smells worse than New York. Oh, you one like of them was. That's what I, I hate do, about yeah. you. It's I hate about Philly you. Philly smells like urine. Every, it smells like piss everywhere, but, especially in those subway like stations. Oh. Yeah, see, I stopped, more I stopped than New York. taking that more public than transportation New York. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but go ahead, girl. Um, but I used to always say, like, oh, it's not that bad. You know, there's still sections. Like, even for someone who lived in the city, like, there's just certain parts of Philly that like, I will not go to. Like, if I meet a friend and, oh, yeah, let's meet up. Mm-mm. I don't go to that part of the city, like, and I stand on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
after a while, it just got really bad. And I know COVID had a lot to do with it. Like, after that shutdown, people in Philly just really went into, like, this mentality of, like, eat or be eaten. Like, I really Mm. think that's what it was. I mean, I lived in the same kind of neighborhood for at least five years. And although, like, I've always worked a lot, like, either if I had a full-time job and then went bartending or whatever, so I was always, like, you know, just kind of, like, into the house and out to the house, and I probably didn't see a lot. Over the last, like, two years, I saw way, way more than I was comfortable with. Like, I didn't go and get gas after work. And I was a bartender, so at 2 in the morning, I was very comfortable in the city to be like, oh, let me stop at the gas station. I'm going to go to Checkers. I'm going to get me some fries. I didn't have that (laughs) type of fear. Shout out to Checkers Fries. But (laughs) I didn't have that type of fear. They do slay. They slay. They're so good. And they're so fresh and hot. It's hot. It's just, mm, no no matter what time. But, um, yeah, I stopped that. I stopped that definitely, like, a solid two years ago. Like, if I didn't Mm. get something before 6 o'clock, it had to wait until the next day. Wow. That's Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. I was scared for you, especially when people were like getting shot fully for like a bicycle. You get shot over a bicycle. Like bad. It was like too much. the amount of crime. It wasn't just like like I, I feel like in certain other like large cities like New York, it's very it's like if you're not into that type of trouble, you can avoid that type of trouble. Mm, but mm-hmm. it became the fact that in Philly, there is no avoiding it. Like you, there is no innocent mm-hmm. bystander. It didn't matter what time of day it was. Mm-hmm. It could be like one of the just main strips, like CBS Friday, the tire shop, one p.m., five p.m. Mm-hmm. Schools, like it just didn't matter. Like the weapons mm-hmm. people are getting is insanity. It really is bad. And you think it's not getting better? No, I don't think it's getting better. I think that mm. the the cops in Philly, like law enforcement in Philadelphia, is just severely overwhelmed. Like, then even that new sexy um, there's like this new sexy black woman fish. Um, oh, I'm so chief. sad for her because she probably wish she stayed in fucking L. A. Okay, child. Oh, she from L. A. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where she came from. And everybody was like, Look "Oh her up. yeah, bring that energy." I, you know, I'm not a cop girl, but I think she looks fierce. I just think mm-hmm. she looks fierce. <laughs> she does look fierce. She's AKA. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Um, Deborah yeah. loves some AKAs. Yeah, I love AKAs. Yeah, yeah I love those girls. but I love D. I love DST girls too. I oh, do, do we know, do we have a DST, DST girl, girl on the call? Do we have one? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Yes, come through, sis. Yes. Come on, let him know. know. And y'all also can't see this girl is almost head to toe in red. It's like, girl, do you have any other color in your closet? Let me buy you some other colors, girl. It's literally by default. It's just default. (laughs) You're like, I had this before I even pledged. I had it in high school. Why are you clowning me? Um, Well, so we'll see. I don't. She's awesome, but she's she's definitely struggling. Like before, I left Philly. They started a new mandate where basically um, regular patrol cops would ride with uh, state troopers. Like, I'm talking oh, like not highway patrol. <laughs> yes, child, it's bad. Not highway oh, patrol, but like just regular, oh, I'm going to come down West Philly. And before you know it, that's actually a state trooper in that car with a regular wow. PD because they, it's terrible. I don't. And nobody's afraid of the cops. It's it's outrageous. 
Yeah, at least in LA, the girls are still afraid of the LAPD. Cause LAPD be beating that ass. The girls really be beating don't that ass. People yeah. be beating yeah. Philadelphia PD ass. Like <laughs> it's the other way around in Philly. Yes, but I will say Philly was always a rowdy city. Like when they win a mm-hmm. championship, Ooh. they'll tear up downtown. I've been there. Like, burning and cars. And that's mostly. Yeah, that's mostly the white people for oh, that. Them South so, Philly white people. Like, I said what I said. Yeah, they are rowdy as fuck. Yeah, people like, don't know. Like East Coast whites are built different. I think sometimes like yeah. I talk to like west coast girls and like their whites just be they not about that life like east coast whites those girls are just as ghetto and mess you be telling me about what's the like is it the fish town girls mel you be telling me about like the white the white people down there who be just as crazy yeah they the fact that they continue to live and choose to live in that section of the city and then be happy like oh there's all these restaurants and bars nobody's going there but crackheads like one of my girlfriends was trying to sell me on like oh yeah i'm looking at housing in like south philly i said "Mm -mm, not me she's like oh no it's all gentrified i'm like no girl no it's not she's she was like oh i'm looking at a place around the italian market i said what'd you say around what market okay then well black people don't go down to that part of philly so Mm -mm. Mm -mm. anyway we talk about we talk about them on that episode the italian Mm -hmm. mob is real they are still well and alive in south philly Um, do what you want yeah so anyway, Miss Miss Karen's gonna try. She's trying to focus on the homelessness because that's the real tea out here. We'll see if she deals with the crime stuff. But it seems like all the girls are struggling on the crime. I don't know how Miss um, what's what's your girl from um, Miss Eric um, what's your New Garcetti? York girl sis? Oh, um, Adams. Adams. Yeah, Eric Adams. Adams. How, I don't. I know they're trying to get the cops on the subways and stuff. But how's New York getting cleaned up, girl? Is that working out? Or is she still a work well, in progress? They need they need to overturn that bail reform from 2019. And that's <laughs> that's, that's all that's holding it out. Is he the ma- the ma- the mayor of New York is working with the governor to reform that actually. Mm, so girl, I can't there wait. is some. I love that. Yeah. I love that for you. Yeah, New, you New York maker. is gonna come back. New York oh, okay. is gonna come back. She's gonna be. So I think cool. that New York will come back before Philly comes back. Oh shit, girl! I, do, I believe that too. Yeah, Philly, Philly is I really. Because we need a cop. We need a cop mayor. We need a cop mayor. So I guess that's what it is. And Philly's corrupt. Um, Philly's been corrupt for a really long time. People don't know that. Like a lot of like our mayors, police commissioners have been. What do you think is more corrupt, Devro? You think Detroit or Philly's more corrupt? Ooh. Oh, Philly is definitely more corrupt. You than think Detroit. so? Yeah, because Worries. Detroit, the FBI, the FBI is on the heads of the politicians in Detroit after the Kwame Kilpatrick. Mm-hmm. T, like, but before Miss Kwame, though, that means I that, still think Philadelphia oh, okay. because Philadelphia had those Italians and that's stuff. That's like <laughs> that, that That's like that's that next level corrupt. <laughs> it is. Like, Remember like, those like, That's that next mayors. level. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, what was the one? What was the one? The I'm one on was name. that Italian mayor. They just tried to knock alive. his statue down uh, in the middle. That was. Italians will rob millions we'll from Let the treasury and stuff. Italian like they like they do not play like who with was former. I think he was a former police chief. He was Frank a Rizzo. Police. There you go, Miss Frank Rizzo. Yeah, that's that girl at its finest. Mm-hmm. She was See, going we didn't for have, the blacks. We, we didn't. We had. We didn't have Italians in government like that. So we just didn't. Never got to that level of like million stolen mm-hmm. like we didn't get that quite there you yeah. know what i'm saying like yeah. and mafia tea and all mm-hmm. we had some mafia with the union tea with the uaw and the auto workers but less so like in actual government mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um well well girls i don't know where we going i guess we'll see <laughs> yeah, yeah. well i mean the girls yeah. are leaving philly we got to get our mama out but we'll work on that That's later next. um so um so that lady is not that lady's not leaving philly she loves yes, philly she, is. she yeah. do and i wish she's she gonna be there a little bit longer but yeah. she don't like philly she either might, 
I don't know if she'll leave though, but I mean, like, could you get your mom to leave Detroit? Like, where would she go? Oh no, no, yeah, my mom's yeah. not leaving. I feel Detroit. like yeah. that, like, like There's my no mom went to like, um, you know, college there. Like, she built so much her life there. Like, it's hard for those times. Like the whole like, oh, go retire in like Florida. Like those girls, I feel like maybe black mm-hmm. parents don't really do that kind of tea. Man, less, not, less yeah. than the white parents. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of some black people go to Georgia sometimes. Oh, you're right. Oh, they go to Atlanta. Oh, yeah, they, they go, go to, yeah, to Atlanta yeah. to get like. Mm-hmm. Our mother does yeah, like Savannah, but, but neither one of us are there. So. Yeah, she coming. My mom is not leaving. Yeah, my mom is Detroit, ride or die for real. Fair. She really is. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, girls, let's we can also talk about some of this tech news. You're gonna bring Mel along on this because there's just been so much going on. It seems like some girls saved her for at least a time being, but like we're recording this on Friday. Y'all gonna get this a little late because bitch, it's, we've been busy. We told y'all girls we've busy, so don't get mad at us, <laughs> yeah. Mel. We busy hoes, <laughs> but um. Twitter girl, this Twitter, she's still on for now. I know some girl might have yes. sucked off Elon's dick to keep her up or something, but Miss Twitter is still staying alive. But it, I don't know how. What do you think, girl? How, you think she's still on her way up out of here? Because the girls thought like last night, the girls were already like, "All right, yeah, girl, let's did. start the yeah. black funeral." Like yeah. black Twitter's dead, y'all. Like, all, <laughs> let, I think my last tweet. Here's my dick pic before I get shut down. Oh man, I think she's gonna. I actually think she's gonna make it. She's just really technically. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. If she's gonna. Be I mean, it would down. be so really... embarrassing for Miss Elon. So I can see yeah. she's really trying to. She should have not. She she but she kind of started herself because she tried to be all hardball and be like. Y'all need to either come to put, come into work or like three months. And mm-hmm. I think the girls like the girls were like, "Bet we out now." Right. What? Right. <laughs> Immediately. So I think she got too hard with that. Um, I think so too. I think those girls. It is some interesting tea because I do think that like that article. Did you read that article? I said there's a New York Times article t- from like the head former head of Twitter um, safety and what's the other shit policies. There's another policy maybe but like basically the person who's kind of in charge of moderation and censorship and like you know how to decide who get you know like bigger political um impact and he came he came he came came into that job under elon musk like he i don't think he had that job before i think he started with elon musk i'm pretty oh that's he might have what i think i he definitely had that job recently under elon musk like you mean that girl was there for like a month and left <clears throat> well, I don't. I have to go back and look at the timeline. Okay. But he was well, definitely he was there up through early November. Like he has tweets up through November eighth. Okay, and he was there for the beginning of Elon Musk. He sure was. Well, she's not there anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things she kind of talks about is the fact that like that whole idea that Elon wants to like make Twitter this free for all, censorship free place is like okay, girl. But how are you paying for that? Because the advertisers yeah. don't want some space where everyone can say the n word and all types of shit. And there's also like real regulations in other parts. Miss EU, Miss Europe is real serious about like mm-hmm. how the social media girls like um, um, police themselves. And they also brought the fact of like even Google and Apple, like no girls, they don't, those are, those are, those are censorship girls. Those are not yeah. free for all platforms. So if you got like a Twitter app, and that shit could get taken out the Apple store and shit. Like, yeah, that does impact really your bottom line. That's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. So, and Once I mean, like, he, the, yeah. And he was kind of mentioning that, like, it's very likely that Miss DJT is going to get her account back. So, Child. we'll have Just to look out for that one. I mean, well, she already announced it. I mean, we didn't even talk about that, girl. I mean, you talked yeah, about I a prophetess, but. Joe. Yeah, she's coming back, girl. What, ha- girl? I thought she's supposed to be locked up, sis. What happened, girl? They well, dropped the ball. 
You know, Mayor Garland just appointed a special master to look over all that girl's cases, okay. all her Fed cases. So, so you still holding out let's some just hope? See. Yeah. Well, I'm not. You know, I'm actually at peace. You know, <laughs> because I'm at. I am at peace because you know, Ron DeSantis is that new girl mm-hmm. that really could. I think she could beat Miss Joe Biden in the election. I don't know that DJT can beat Michelle Biden in, in this in 2024. Mm. I don't know. So I, you're kind of glad that see. we might still get that girl. I can't say glad because this girl's still a dangerous girl, but yeah, Ron true. DeSantis is a more dangerous girl to me yeah. in terms of her ability to win. Yeah. And and she's going to be just as I mean, she's going to be out there when she gets in into office too, Miss Ron DeSantis. She mm-hmm. she's going to be you know doing a lot of culture war tea, and it's going to be ugly if that girl gets in. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, now I do think DJT's got to be smart though, because if he picks Ron DeSantis as his running mate, Miss Ron DeSantis is going to put something in that girl's drink and take her out. <laughs> I really, I truly believe that. I think I don't think like, she would pick him. I think that girl; those are two egotistical she's got girls. A, too, she's yeah. too smart. Yeah, she's too well, smart to pick that. Well, girl. Miss Ron DeSantis, I think, would do it because she's she would play the long game and, like you said, set that girl up yes. to fail and take her yes. out. But I don't think DJT oh, trusts that, that girl. I don't think DJ, yeah. she DJT would put sees some, the, yeah. He sees that girl. She put some cyanide in her drink or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ronda Santos is that girl. She don't play like. Yeah. She would do I don't know. Shit. A lot of girls have been trying to sell me on Florida, be like, "Yeah, girl, come to Miami, come." And I'm just, that's Miss Ronda Santos, though. I don't know. I don't know. Could do you still want to live in Florida, girl? Because they're all like, "Oh yeah, we moved to those states to, to make them blue and to like have our impact," but. Some states got to get left behind. <laughs> Listen, girl, that drag that drag bar that you and I and uh, Contessa uh, went to, like, like last, like no, not the one in Miami Beach, the one on the mainland that you, me, Contessa. Oh, oh, we oh yeah, oh, what's it? Our house or something like our, 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 our something. Anyway, go ahead. Yes, yeah. yeah. Miss Ronda Santos is trying to get that same one shut down. Ugh. That's like. She said because there was a there was a video of a little girl in there <gasps> playing with like that and was they tried that to use that. That was at the R house, yes. Oh, wow. I'm just, so I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, I don't want to even be in anything like that. Because like, uh, however you, yeah, I don't know. It's so it's hard. However you Florida look at it, girl, so you're paying those yeah. tax dollars. Like, I get it, especially if you're buying property there. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's food for thought, definitely. It's something to think about. Um, so the last thing I just want to hit real quick was um, Miss Grinder. Oh, Mel, 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 in your state. Sherry Beasley, she almost won that election. Ooh, that was, was close. pretty close. It was close. Yeah, she was a black woman running for Senate oh, for U.S. Shit. Senate from North Carolina, and she was she got very close. If she had had a little bit more money from yeah. the Democratic senatorial campaign committee, she might have pulled that one out. It was very yeah. close. I know um, mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, a lot of my information was still coming from Pennsylvania because I had just recently moved and I was still getting like bamboozled with all of the PA stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But stop, Doctor um, Oz. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, that one. Um, but yeah, they ran a really heavy campaign against Sherry, really trying to like dirty her up. Like, yeah, she mm-hmm. if she had some more money, her? like I mean, commercials, radios, just everything. Really, I think they really knew like how close it was going to come down to. Um. So they ran a lot of smear campaigns or like tried to run a lot of smear campaigns saying that she was taking money um, like previously. Because she was a judge. Yeah. I think she oh, God. She was it. on the North Carolina Supreme Court maybe before she uh, Something of a story. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. But that, that's but really what they were trying to run away. She came close. Yeah, North Carolina mm-hmm. is really a purple state. Like it leans a little red. Yeah, but like Democrats, I think they there. have a... There's a Democratic governor there, I believe. Um, 
And so with, I think his name is Roy Cooper. So I, I, yeah, North Carolina is winnable. Obama won North Carolina in 2008, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but lost it in 2012. But he won it the first time. Yeah. All right, girl. It's up to you, girl. Save that girl. Bring her over. Save that girl. Bring her over. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I this last one was just real. I was just gonna talk about how Grinder went public, but we don't have to go. I I don't even know what's gonna happen. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think it was interesting. Well, it, but at least the Chinese the Chinese didn't take that girl over and steal all our data. At least well, they, you know, that I was good. I was worried about that too. Yeah. So because we know this, you know. You probably mean you, you know about Miss Grinder, but like Miss Grinder is known for like she'd be taking a lot of data from girls and maybe don't protect it as well as she should. So I oh, think really? the some of the Congress girls, like you know, some of the girls who mm. might be on Grinder right. and Miss That's DC, were like, you know, maybe we shouldn't have all our dick pics in Miss China's <laughs> hands. And like, um, so y'all girls Stopped gotta it. get the Chinese money out of here. So those girls got yeah. rid of that. <laughs> But and they have like new investors come in. Their new CEO is an interesting girl. I don't know if you know her girl, but um, I think I would love to maybe talk to her for like some other podcast ideas I have. But she's kind of a conservative girl. She's like kind of she kind of um she wanted Miss Romney to win. She's kind of um oh. someone who even kind of agreed with Miss Trump's policy. So it's kind of an interesting girl. Oh, who? what's her name? Have. What's her name? Her name Do is you know her uh, name? George Arson. I think. Let me just double check. Oh, I think um, I've heard of that girl before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait, what is... Yeah, George... Well, Ar- Ar- Arison. A- Arison. A-R-I-S-O-N. Um, you know but, what's interesting, though? That's a big deal that she took that public. She's going to get a big payday from that because... But, I, but I'm always curious. The, yeah. They're not the first of those type of girls to go public. And, like, there's... What are those girls... Those girls need to grow, right? Because now you have shareholders. Yes. Like, what is... What is do any of those girls really do well? Cause apparently, like Bumble kind of stumble has stumbled. Like, what are we gonna see from that girl? Is what I'm more curious about now that she's public. Because you're kind of a you're in that world, girl. What do you think? Like, are we gonna start? Is I, she gonna start developing content? Or is she gonna um, try and do some? She other... would have to. She would have to increase her functionality with like content and video because I think that she's reached probably the upper limit of her you know subscriptions. Like, or do something to make it so we actually have to pay for that grinder extra because I've never paid for that shit in my goddamn life. And so, like, make it so that it's, like, we have incentives to subscribe because I think... um And maybe there's, like, going to be content on there that we want to subscribe and see. Maybe there's going to be, like, move, gay movies that we want to see or, you know, gay TV that shows. I don't know, eventually. Sign up, like, actually pay for Yeah, maybe even heteros. Maybe even fish. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? He's signing up for grinder. Now, Watch the latest drag yeah. race. Uh, sure, what? Yeah. You know, move, uh, let me get through all the aspects and everything. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, well, girl, let's talk about enough of that. Let's talk about what's what's let's still how you feeling, girl? How's it just? Because I mean, I, we have I feel like we have all these ideas about what it's like to like you know be living through this time. What it's like to be fish dealing with these broke ass niggas who trying to be hotels and not giving you no. <laughs> Uh, what is what i mean you've you've been living your life uh i think i could say you got a man i think he's a good mm. man he's so pure man he's fine oh, too yeah fine. i showed that for okay hard to get his finest fudge okay yes she pulled girl okay she i will say you had to like you had to look over the fence a little bit you had to be like mm, i might have to go across the river to get something but, a little bit. but um 
But yeah, girl, this, this is your time. I don't know. What are you feeling? And I, you kind of um, you kind of met him through an old fashioned way. You met him through friends, right? Like, I well, or... we're both in we're both D nine Greeks. Um, so okay, okay, he's a member okay. of Omega Sci Fi. You know, sometimes we got white people listening. People divine nine. You just spell Sorry, like black, tradition, you know, it's traditional black Greek and experience. Right. Go ahead, girl. The, do the it. The illustrious. Mm-hmm. Divine oh, Nine, Black Greek uh-huh. Letter Organizations. Um, okay. Shout out like to the, the SG Rose for their centennial. Okay. Clap mm-hmm, that to y'all. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Clap. I forgot about it. I was like, oh, oh shit. 22. Congratulations. <laughs> um, Good job, girl. Because how old is your organization? Child, we old. Okay, baby. We hit 100 <laughs> in 2013. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Girl's still catching up. Um <sighs> But we we're all there now. We're just waiting for the iotas. <laughs> <laughs> but I um, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one right there where I put it. <laughs> you know any iotas, girl? What? what well, what? Because you got AKs. Because your your is your mom AK? I know your mom's not AK. My my grandmother was an AK. Your grandma's my grandmother AK. Was an AK. And, and then your other. Mm-hmm. My step my stepmom is a Delta though. Mm-hmm. So my step yeah my grandmother's AK. My stepmom's a Delta. And, and you all brothers. have. In your yeah, my brother is Kappa. Like my dad is an Alpha. Oh wow, you hitting him? Yeah. Yeah. So you all, but you all have a lot of it. You all have multiple D nine in your family too, I believe. Maybe we do. The one that I just think about our mom. Our mom is an AK. Isn't one of our aunts like a Zeta? Didn't my mom say that? I thought so. I can see that. I can see that. I think one of the well, like because you have AKA and DST. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look at that mother daughter. There you go. Oh, um, but go ahead. You were talking about how you met your man. <clears throat> um, yeah. So we were both uh, black Greeks. Um, so we met in college. We knew each other like just within the community for a very long time. Um, like I crossed in spring eleven. He crossed in fall nine. Um, so we probably met around eleven or twelve. Um, and we were cool. We were just friends for a really long time. I'll be honest, I really didn't like him like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't. He talks about it all the time. Because, like, the first couple times he met me, he used to always say, I'm going to marry you. And I used to be like, boy, get out of my face. Girl, girl. All right, be honest, girl. You doing a Megan and Harry? Are you about to be the one who's like, he's more in love with you? <laughs> no, nah, child. Child. I don't want nothing like Mary, Megan and Harry. I'm good. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Well, she had to deal with a lot. She had to deal with a lot. Yeah, exactly. I, I will say, Harry, Harry loves her down, though. He that's does. He holds though. her he's, down. He's, hey, you, yeah. that, that's He real. left the crown, I was girl. About to he say, left the crown. <laughs> he left his entire lineage for that. Mm-hmm. I clap yeah. for that. Yeah, I she did that. that. She did that, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't really something that we thought about from the very beginning. Um, we were just really good friends and he's from Brooklyn, New York. He's not from Philly. And I can say probably a solid three years ago, I had already made up my mind that like, yeah, I'm going to date while I'm in the city. But I knew that there was just no way, no possibility that the man that I was going to spend my life with was going to be from this city. Wow, damn! Because let's just yeah. say Philly, Philly got some raggedy niggas in Philly, Philly like with them little like chin, girls, with them little chin, 
them chin beards and shit. It's, I don't know what's uh, going on. And like, they be looking so raggedy in so Philly. Raggedy. They do. Oh, the black muslims. So dusty. Oh, it's not just the mu- It's like a little bit of everything going on. Like, just and I don't even know that that's different for dusty. the gays, though. I don't know that like I think because the girl, some of my some fr- some of my girlfriends will be like, oh, you should move back to Philly because you'll meet your husband. I'm like, Mm-mm. I don't know. Not there. <laughs> if y'all can see Devro's face, <laughs> she's real upset no, about man. that. Oh. The thought. Girl, no. Um, I dated one. I dated one local Philly guy when we were in college, and that was a regret I had. (laughs) You know, is that the end of the story? I will say most of those. I say most of those pen queens who dated local Philly guys, they regretted it too. Honestly, (laughs) that I know of. Yeah. Um, But let's be real, New York. New York, they're just built different. Like I will say, like I do think I can meet a good man in New York. Like they be, and I think you got a good one. Like I got a good mix like, though, because you know. he's also um, he's his family's Venezuelan and Dominican. He spent mm-hmm. a lot of his childhood in Venezuela, so oh. we get a lot of that from an aspect. Like yeah, he is very mm-hmm. New York, but a lot of like his his morals really come from like. Venezuela and like being with his grandmother and like living in a community that didn't necessarily have everything, you know. Um, so he does he speak? He speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. Then. He speaks fluently. Yeah, oh, he nice. speaks Spanish. She's she about to get that Spanish right. She's gonna get it right. You keep coming at me for my Spanish, and I'm gonna tell you, my Spanish is better than yours. The don't classical language. Don't be coming yeah, at okay. me. Okay. Uh huh. Put a anyway, period right don't come there. Me on my show. Oh, okay. Anyway, moving along. <laughs> You know, continue as he gets. But yeah, I think that that aspect of it as well um, just really kind of changed what our relationship was meant to be. Because just these American black men. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's rough sometimes. It's very rough. Because, I mean, you, and I feel like you have a unique experience where it's like you went to like a predominantly white private school, right? Yes, I um, We don't need to get the names, but you like, went to a girl. You went to a girl's school, though. Right? I did not. I want to beat all them bitches up. Okay. Oh, you went to a co-ed I went to a co-ed. Um, I went to a okay. co-ed school on the main line. On the main line, which is our like mm-hmm. fancy. Yeah, white it's, area it's, it's the Philly. rich area. Um, so yeah, I went to what probably was considered, at least what used to be considered. You know, all those schools have like their own little idea of what you know they truly are about so my school is probably more of the liberal school um like the liberal arts school it was co-ed um but i was one of two black girls in my graduating class damn yeah and i'm gonna say probably one of one of five or five or six um just black kids in general the rest were boys um and how big was your class my graduating class was like ninety something. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, mine was about that size too. Yeah, yeah. so about, about that. Mine was about yeah. eighty kids. And yeah. the the other black girl that was in my class was we both entered. It was a K through twelve school. We both entered in ninth grade, and we were both from the inner city. So they didn't mm-hmm. know what to do with us. Mm-hmm. Um. So are you still friends with her or not really? Absolutely, that's gang gang for life. Oh, yeah. Ain't that cute? I love that. Yeah, I love that. I mean, they went through. I feel like that's what. I mean, in some ways, like, that bonds you going through that. Like, even going going through Penn, like, you know, that put girls, that bonded girls. Like, going through that experience, I'm sure it was like 
Although it was like, I'm sure like a lonely experience in some ways. Y'all had each other to get through that. We definitely had each other to go off of. I think my personality was very much, even then, I was very much like, I really don't give a F about none of y'all. Um... My attitude was way, way Girl, worse. you wasn't trying to find yourself a good white man to marry and Absolutely go retire on the Absolutely not. Man. Absolutely not. I was, we, I did a lot of back and forth with, you know, and that was the time of, um, Bush and. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Not the, not the, which, which Bush girl? You know, there's been Bushes. Which Bush this girl? Is, this is, this is correct. I'm talking about George W. Second Bush. Bush. Okay. Uh-huh. George 43, W. Bush, 43. Um, yeah. Second time around. All right. Him and Dick Cheney, this was my era oh. of being on the main line. So that was a pretty Ooh. rough era because them, them white boys, they love to repeat whatever their parents said. And it, it went oh, down shit. plenty of times. Mm. Um, Come on, welfare queens. Oh, went down. Um, but the other girl, she was at that point, she was much more calmer than me. She was definitely shyer in high school. So we got through that together. Like she gave me a little calmness and pulled me back and I was able to give her a little spice when she needed it. So yeah, we'll be friends forever. That. Yeah. Friends forever. Um, cause the girls don't know you got a little fire to you. You know, they, you know, a little, that red, it's not yeah, just, I got you know, a lot a little, of fire it's in the me. inside too. It's a little, it burn, she burn hot some days, you know, Maturity which sometimes you have a, a little moment. You know, we have some moments. Uh, we've come through our own relationship. Which, you know, that's that's our relationship. Y'all, y'all, y'all had some good. Y'all had some good blowouts before. <sighs> not really. <laughs> I don't think, okay. I don't think we would have. Is that? Do you have emotional moments? I think like I don't think we could ever get to a blowout because either you would shut down or I would shut yeah. down. It was more like, especially when we were older. So it would never get there because it'd be like, you know, what I'm hanging up on you or like. We can't talk anymore because we're just not. You're not listening. Or I'm not yeah. listening. Or it's not working. It would out. definitely be like, like when we were young. We were younger. I actually don't think we fought as much when we were younger because you were just like my little, like little cute little cheeks. I'd just be throwing you up in the air, letting you fall. Um, I, I, I would, I would catch you sometimes, but um, that sometimes yeah. is very rare. Okay. Yeah. You go ahead. Sorry, and I'm keep sorry. That I, 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 one time I sent her. One time I like randomly sent her some money because I think I watched some <laughs> kids show or something. <laughs> Where like some kids were like bullying their sister. I was like, yo, I kind of this. I was not always the best brother. So I like let me let me see, girl, get a good dinner on me, girl. I'm sorry if you have any trauma because of me. (laughs) Like you don't as an older sibling. I I mean I don't know if you feel this way, Deborah. Sometimes as an older sibling, you're like maybe you don't always think about the ways in which you might be doing things to the younger ones that things you might just say in passing, and then you find out years later that they really take that shit to heart. Oh, so, yeah, big time. Yeah. yeah. No, I've had to reconcile that, too, yeah. with my younger brothers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's definitely, that's growth. That's growth right there. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it made but me girl, into a you bad know, bitch, okay? All that, all that made me feel bad, bitch. <laughs> you know, having to fight, having to fight. You know, even even with a gay brother, even like a queenie little femme girl, you still be having to fight. <laughs> so, I will um, say, I but, was never um, afraid to fight a boy. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Thank you, thank you for that, thank you for that. Um, but then you went on. I think maybe because of that experience in high school, I think it was interesting that then because we talked about this, like you know, I and me and Devereaux, we both went mm-hmm. to like predominantly white schools. We went mm-hmm. to Penn. Um, but girl, you went to an HBCU and I'm curious, like why you made that choice. Cause, um, I, I think for me, I'm not sure about Devereaux, but for me, HBCUs were never like, I think now, or maybe like 
looking at the world today, I maybe would consider them. But back then, I was like, it was girl, different. I'm not about to be with all it that black popular. trade. I'm not about to be yeah. the only faggot in there. No, man. Yeah, exactly. Which is no, crazy man. because yeah, that's how it I was felt. the exact opposite. But then there's so many. But then I know that like there's so many queens, even back then. But even yeah, now, there's absolutely. like a lot more queens. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, was that um, choice like? It's interesting because um, when I was... When I was transitioning from private high school to college, you know, I'm sure we at least can all say we had that experience of there wasn't like that college counselor who kind of broke down those differences. Like everybody in my class went to an Ivy. I mean, I had kids going to Oxford. Like it just was the norm. Like nobody took a, a year off. Nobody went to community. Like nobody really even stayed around in the city, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But when I was applying, I didn't really have, like, my parents were going through their own crap. So mm-hmm. I didn't really have, like, any kind of guiding <laughs> hand to be like, oh, go here or apply here. It was, you're going to apply to the school that your brother goes to. You're going to apply to all the schools he went to. And then I just kind of cherry-picked. Like, I thought I wanted to be in Florida, so I applied to some schools in Florida. I I didn't want to stay in Philadelphia. Not because Philadelphia was at that point, just because Philadelphia represented home, and I didn't want to be home. Um, I still low-key regret that, because people ask me, "Is like, do you regret? And I'm like, I definitely am glad I went to Penn, but there are moments where I'm like, yeah, it would have been nice to have stepped out of Philly. Yeah, but you didn't really get much of a choice. Oh, that's true, girl. We don't need to go into all that. Okay. <laughs> that's true, girl. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, girl. You don't gotta put that all he, he on did, you. He you didn't really. Yeah. yeah, that's true, girl. He he said where you were going, girl. He said where well, you see, were going. See, I was there. smart, okay? I was smart because I, I saw how I, I still don't understand how you did that. I don't know how you did that. I was like, girl, I got my. I'm already packed. I don't know how you brave that. I fucked up that application to pen like my life <laughs> depended on it. Y'all oh, know. To the day I die, I'll clap. I didn't know that. <laughs> what? My essay was trash. She skipped sentences. Hell yeah, I did all types of shit. I didn't fill stuff in. My my essay was trash. I was like, they'll never accept me. Because <laughs> I knew wow. if I got in, there was no way I wasn't going to have to go to Penn. I knew it. I was like, I can't get into this school. <laughs> wow, that's... So I that, never, that wow, was what I did. Tea. She learning. Wow. That's literally what I did. That's so funny. I did. I did something like that. Applying to high school, I applied to like Detroit's version of like the school Miss Malachi went to, like the mm-hmm. all boys Jesuit school. Boy, yeah. That my dad, my yeah, my dad actually graduated from that school and really wanted me to go there. And I tried to flunk the test so that they wouldn't schools. accept me, and they still accepted me. Damn. I just had to beg. <laughs> And I had to beg not to go. I just did not want to go to that all-boys school, that all-boys Catholic. I was done with Catholic school because I went to Catholic grade school. Okay. And I did not want to go to another Catholic school, especially yes. all-boys school. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You think it's a dream to be at an all-boys school. It's not. Those girls are wild. It's not. I'm sure. Yeah. Man, you're not sure. sucking dick in the hallways all day. <laughs> but anyway. Um, um, but yeah, that that's really so, what I did yeah. to make sure that I didn't get into that school to give me the option to go where I kind of wanted to go. Um, mm-hmm. and then I think the only, did I even apply to Spelman? I don't think I applied to Spelman. So, so the so only, you were focusing on, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I wasn't even focusing on HBCUs. Um, I had heard about, actually this is what it was. I really wanted to go into DC. 
I love the idea of being to school in D.C. And there were a lot of colleges in D.C. So I actually applied to Georgetown and George Washington. I don't know who I thought I was, okay? Because I barely paid for Howard. And <laughs> the idea of me even getting through a year of George Washington tuition, thinking about it now, Lord, I don't know. Well, but you never, we'll get to that tuition piece. Because I think that's where we want to get to spend some time on that. But like, Fair enough. Um, what was it about Howard? Um, I literally, I went to visit. Um, and I didn't go visit a lot of schools because like I said, I applied to a lot of places that were kind of farther. But I got a letter, of course, for accepted students. And we drove up to D.C. And when I say I hit the campus, my life changed. I said, I got to go here. That's it. Howard is a I don't first wanna... campus. But you know what the just... funny thing is? After being there, they set all that shit up. Like, really? They... It's not Wakanda. It felt like, a, it felt like college Wakanda. I was like, it wow. Is, it is very much. Beautiful is, black people. It is very much that on just a regular, regular day. But when they know that there's, like, accepted students coming, like, Literally, all the Greeks, get in your nailia, all the orgs, get in your representations. Like, take, it's literally just like, like... Oh, there's just a band walking <laughs> down the street? I'm like, okay. Marching band and like, oh, aka just stepping in the middle of the day. All right, cool. Yeah, it, they really did set it up. But it doesn't, it doesn't fall that far from that. And I can say from being on that campus and like other HBCUs, I will say Howard is, it's the Mecca because of that. Like, that's a regular day. Like, I've been on other campuses. Like, right now, I'm very close to the largest HBCU in the U.S. And... Which one is that? North Carolina. A&T, uh, A- A- yep. right? Mm-hmm. North Carolina A&T. Yep. And they have a lot of restrictions. Like, to be a black campus, they have a lot of restrictions placed on them. Like, you're not just going to walk through their campus and see their Greeks chilling hanging out they're not allowed to do that um so being on the campus of howard like it is where a lot of organizations started and not just greek organizations but you know you have like your social work organizations you have like your black um psychology organizations that were started Mm -hmm. in dc like those organizations you really can't tell them what to do so the students Mm -hmm. really do kind of do what they want and there's so many amazing things because like I was talking about how like Nicole um, Hannah is this Nicole Hannah Smith I keep blanking on but who did like the 1609 project how she has mm-hmm. this new journalism school and she went to Howard to do it she talks about how like oh they were the only one who invited me and I'm like okay girl I'm sure but um, and she had her whole tip with like wanting to um, she was gonna be at um, George wait what's it, what was she gonna be was it Georgetown or was I Nicole was Hannah Jones say. oh it was Nicole Hannah Jones not Nicole Hannah Smith um, where was she gonna be. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, anyway, it wasn't. I don't think it was Georgetown. Uh, oh, it was UNC at Chapel Hill, actually, okay. University of North Carolina. I applied there um, too. But then, <laughs> but then, with in her case, they kind of pushed back on her because of the sixty on nine project, and they have that white board members who were like, "No, we don't want this attention." Yeah. Um, but I feel like HBCUs are special places because, like you said, these you know these schools came about because it's like we well we can't we're not accepted to not just Ivy we're not accepted to any white school so we need to right. create our own. And I think they have a special place in our community for that reason and for being the home of you know some predominantly Black Greek organizations and Black thinkers and Black leaders. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, though, as you kind of alluded to, these girls aren't cheap, mm-hmm. and like so many people, I think talk about how like they can barely make it through HBCU or they can barely like pay your tuition because 
unfortunately, because the same systems that affect us as black people affect these or our organizations and our centers, like those schools don't have the same funding. And not to excuse them, but like, you know, I think those girls like really, I don't know. It feels like uh, so many people I know who go to HBCUs, like they end up having a lot of loans or they end up like, absolutely. You know, I think that is like, I don't know why that is. Are you- I think, I think they have gotten since the George Floyd era. Yes. I feel like there has been more funding yes. pouring into HBCUs. Yes. I'm hoping that they use more of that on financial aid. Uh, Howard in particular had somebody allegedly still $10 million let's from their financial talk aid about budget. It. So it's not I mean, Howard has always had, <laughs> cause I mean, let's just know, be real. I don't know why. I mean, it's just, maybe it's just, that's our, sometimes we just, it be our own who be corrupt, like you know. You're yeah, talking yeah. about um Kwame. Was it Kwame or the man? Kwame yeah. Kilpatrick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He still uh, he still didn't steal as much as the Italians. So I, <laughs> I can't. I, I'm not. You I know, got that black people lock, we not so, stealing as much sure. as we could be stealing though. Um, <laughs> but girl, yeah. I yeah. don't know, but. I, I mean, you were going to tell that story. I mean, because also, like, I think there was going to be more money in the Build Back Better, which unfortunately didn't go through. So there was going to be money there, mm-hmm. um, too, for some of these girls. But, like, you had that story about that football player who wanted to go. What was that story? Yeah. So, um, and this this was is a current story. I actually saw this a couple of weeks ago. Um, but it was a young man who was touring Morehouse. Um, and anyone who doesn't know Morehouse is a very elite college, um, in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, it's an HBCU, all men HBCU. Uh, they do have like a partnership with Spelman, which is their sister school, literally right across the street. <clears throat> um, but Morehouse is an amazing school. They have amazing programs. It's, it's definitely a badge of honor to graduate from Morehouse, but this young man was basically saying how he had wanted to go to Morehouse for so long. And he was actually showing receipts of him himself, not his coach, not his parents, but him himself as a D1 recruit. And D1 is the top, um, what's it called? The top division like for an athletic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's the top division. So mm-hmm. anybody, any coach would be jumping at the idea to sign a division one recruit um, for whatever sport. But I believe he was a D one recruit for football and mm-hmm. he was emailing these coaches at Morehouse, multiple co- coaches, multiple times saying, sending his tapes, sending his information. Like I really, really want to go to this school. This is my information. Please reach out to me. This is what I'm trying to do. And literally coaches were not even responding to his email. Um, he went to the school to tour it because he wanted to go to Morehouse and was basically saying at the end of the day, he probably wasn't going to be able to go to Morehouse because he wasn't getting the financial assistance that these other schools were literally throwing in his mm-hmm. face to be able to go to school. Um and it's just sad because sometimes I feel like, and it's interesting because I had this conversation with someone the other day, um, and he basically laughed when I said I had graduated from a PWI because I did transfer after dying financially at Howard. I had to transfer from my mm-hmm. last year, but he laughed originally and I had to break it down to him 
if more people could receive the same amount of funding that these white schools will literally throw at these mm. black athletes or just black scholars in general, more people will be able to attend these HBCUs. But they are not cheap. When I was at Howard, um, Howard's tuition went up every semester. Like literally oh, semester. every oh, wow. semester. Oh, you said semester. Yearly. I was thinking year. No, that's what oh, people don't bitch. understand. Not yearly. We would get a letter. The first time tuition went up, I got a letter before Thanksgiving break that said my spring semester tuition would be rising 12%. That's a hefty number. For yeah, you to have just arrived in I college said, and be like, what you mean? I got I to gotta pay you this. You didn't even tell me this was coming. Well, see, somebody got to take that $10 million out to finance. You know, they got to get theirs to buy... Get their house in the Bahamas. They really do. I will say the administration at a lot of HBCUs, like in terms Terrible. of things like that, can be a little be a little niggerish. I mean, like it was all types of like when the, it comes to the like housing girl. Like, yeah, the girls were and, like, Go ahead, it's girl, a what it's you a bad oh, yeah. honor. Yeah, to make it. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a student I know from a program I'm involved with. She got down to Clark Atlanta like last summer in the in the toilets and the sinks were out on the lawn. Because they hadn't finished the renovations mm-hmm. and they were supposed to start school on Monday and it was Saturday mm-hmm. and she had nowhere to stay. They had to put her up in a Best Western for like two months before she could move into the dorm because and they, she had to beg. My mom, who has a little bit of clout with the president there, had to make a call to get her her Best Western bill paid that for. That sounds her. about right. Because they were just, they, they told that little girl, they told that little sophomore girl at Clark Atlanta to go back to Detroit and go home. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't have anywhere for her to stay. With no type yes. of remorse. Because, unfortunately, like you were telling culture, me. Uh-huh. Go yeah, ahead. Go sorry. ahead. No, no, go ahead. I want to hear about the, what about the culture. I feel like the culture of HBC, now I feel like in 2022 with this social media era upon us, like, these students just aren't taking it anymore. Like, they're mm, blasting yeah, these true, supposedly yeah. historic institutions and really putting people, you know, on their necks. Like, what are you going to do about this? But five years ago, ten years ago, that wasn't a thing. It was almost like, this is what you have to go through. This is what you have to go yes. through if you choose mm. to go to HBCU. No one's going to feel bad for you. No one literally cares, like... I got on a train at like four in the morning in the middle of the summer to get housing for my junior year. Mind you, I was elected student council. I was involved in a million things on campus. I was an athlete and I didn't have housing. And my GPA was a three eight. So like the lottery systems that a lot of these HBCUs use, it didn't work for me. Like I had to go to the president, the provost, like, and nobody felt bad for me. No one was saying oh, this is terrible. It was just like, this is what you have to do to get where you want to be. And it it has to create that. And it's, it's not fair. It's absolutely not fair. So I, I had heard some of these stories back when I was in high school, mm-hmm. which is why I didn't, even, I didn't even consider an HBCU, even Howard or Morehouse, which are, you know, marquee HBCUs. I, it wasn't even a thought for me because family friends, I was hearing nightmare stories about yeah, who wants to dealing with... That? you know, the administration and dealing with all those, all these type of business issues, um, at these schools. And so, but so yeah, I it just, I never considered it mm-hmm. for that reason. I'm proud personally. of the students now that are blasting yes. these universities yes. because honestly, it's the only thing yes. that's going to make a change. Black scholars have been dealing with this for years and years. And unfortunately 
start to believe that this is this is what we have to deal with if we choose to go to these schools. It's some type of camaraderie. It's a badge of honor. And these students are saying, like, no, I should have running water in my dorm room. Right. Like, I shouldn't right. have, I shouldn't arrive to campus and not have to a go space. get a hotel. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's very real. It, it just hasn't begun. But I'm hoping that with people blasting these institutions, and I've been seeing a lot of PWIs getting blasted as well, um, but it will, it will stop it from happening. You know, it will stop it from yeah. allowing it to be normalized. Well, girl, I mean, I, I guess, you know, thinking um, as we start to wrap up, like thinking about like, so you've been, you had like, you know, you've had, you, you made the 10 jobs, girl. You, you know, you've had this experience in high school. You fighting on those Philly streets as a baby with a knife and a gun, you I'm know, done. not letting niggas <laughs> take you down. You like went to the HBCU. You did that. You like, you know, Dodge to like the gauntlet of Hotep Black Philly men and find yourself a good one. But like, how are you feeling about like, you know, Deborah be telling me she's not giving up on Miss America. She's going to go down with her. But how are you yeah. feeling as, you know, what do they say? The most like, un, uh, what's the shit? What's the phrasing girl? The most, um, disrespected person in America is a black woman. Like, how do you just feel? How do you like, I mean, I think that like black women are truly magical and rise above it. But how do you just feel thinking about like, the world and like you know looking ahead how are you feeling you know I sorry think, easy question <laughs> i i think that and I, it's interesting because i think back to being like 25 like and or younger and just imagining being in this same space i have to say like i'm very thankful that i am not at that age anymore where I'm trying to figure out life at 21 mm-hmm. or graduating out of college. Um, it's really rough. Like my peers, I have a lot of peers. I was just saying the other day how I have a peer. She's a teacher um, and she moved to Dubai. Um, mm. Yeah, she she's black she's not muslim she's christian she moved to dubai she's a teacher she met her husband over there like a black uh, computer science designer and she tells me all the time she's like don't let people try people in this country of america try and make it seem like black women are presented that way through the world because we're not so sometimes I really think about look. the real the real housewives of Dubai. There's like two Africa. There's like really? have, I might have like to check black, that out. There's like four black women on there. I might and have two to look that up because I didn't know. Women. I did hear about the show, One, but I didn't yeah. know that. But yeah, it's becoming. Oh yeah, check out check that out. It's yeah. definitely becoming more they, of a they, thing for they value black, black women, women on there. Yeah, because we're not yeah. really respected in this country. Um, it's hard. It, it definitely is hard to be like. Even like 16, 17, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't go back and be that age in 2022 and trying to wow. figure out life right now. Like literally nothing in me would trade those years to do it again. No. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just because of the politics? or just Because of politics. Or... Just because of politics. Because how women are viewed, um, talked about, educated about. It's just... You have to take your own, you have, we have to take our own ability to educate our own families because America's not going to do it for us. 
No, hey man, that was that's pretty poignant. Well, I know we got to wrap the show up. I mean, thank you for coming, Mel, for oh, joining girl. us on our on our one hundredth episode. Oh, like, that's girl, everything. Okay, can I? Can, okay, girl, I got, can I have the show? Thank you, girl. I got oh, it. well, girl, I saw. I heard a little ice cream truck or something in your background. Oh. I didn't know if you could, could close it out. I wasn't sure. I mean, girl, why are you gonna come in my neighborhood? You know, the girls gotta make their money. You can't be coming at my Mexican brothers and sisters out here just trying to make a dollar. Like, oh, damn, no. girl. Um, but yes, but well, I, also, I for real gotta go. I got a dinner reservation for real. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> with, okay. With lawyer, with fish. I'm in Chicago. Hey. Well, lawyer yeah. fish is on my ass. Blackfish, blackfish. I like celebrating blackfish, but she's on my ass to get up to get ready for this. this okay. Uh, well, girl, if, yeah. If you're gonna Chicago. go, I could wrap it up, girl. You, you can wrap it up. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Mel. Good to talk good to, to you. Talk to you. Can I just, so I can just leave and it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Yeah, right, just so uh, leave the um, leave the page open. Like you can leave the session, but then like just it'll keep uploading stuff. Oh, perfect. Okay. okay. Yeah, y'all girls. I have to, I have to, bye, girl. I have to educate with several. Don't don't click leave. Don't click leave. No, you can you can leave, but then don't okay. close the page. Well, as soon as I click leave, won't it close the page? It won't. I don't think so. Okay. 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 All right. Bye. <laughs> Y'all girls, I don't usually get to talk to y'all, just you and me. Yeah, Miss Devereaux, she's not the most tech-savvy girl. <laughs> you know, she's a little bit of an old head sometimes. But uh, since, you know, this is my special episode where I get to have my blood on, I did want to have one more question before we truly, truly end it. And that was more just like, you know, give the girls some hope, though. Like, what are you hopeful for for those girls who are growing up right now? Who are You know, those young girls who are out here. Are just, you know, what are you hopeful for for the future, right? Because there's still, yes, girls can definitely get abroad and go live their life, but they still gonna have to get to that age where they can, like, you know, hop on the plane. So, you know what I'm hopeful for? And I'm glad that you asked me that question. I am hopeful, um, or I see like that glimmer of light in women who are like me who wouldn't trade that time to go back, you know, but are taking their opportunity to create a different space for young girls. Like I have a lot of sorority sisters who are teachers now. Like I have a, I have a sorority sister who literally, she left a nice paying insurance job. And literally one summer was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I think I want to be a teacher. And I was like, Uh what? (laughs) girl you <laughs> teachers ain't getting paid shit girl <laughs> <laughs> but that's a, literally that's what she decided to do and she that. became a teacher and um, she is a fifth grade teacher and mm. she's loving it like so the women who have seen the difficulty um have mm. been through that difficulty i think we're taking our own time to grab the reins and really make a difference because we can't really depend on definitely can't depend on social media definitely can't depend on our government to to make that adjustment for us so in that aspect i do think that there's a lot of hope you know i think that there's a lot of um not just teachers but a lot of organizations and communities who are trying to remind young women and you know young men about the importance of creating safe space for black girls so i'm not gonna give up yet 
Not giving bitch, up yet. You did that. Oh no, not me calling my sister a bitch. Oh man, my mama's mad. Anyway, um, this is. I'm. Thank you for coming on our hundredth episode. I, I was. Thank you for you know, having I, me. This is awesome. I was like, you know, we got we got some things that me and Deborah are going to talk about next week. You might know some of these things already, but like, it was really important for me to like, you know, have you on. Um, because yeah, you know, you have. Um, I have just loved watching you be hope you know giving me hope and optimism and being like just i'm like if she can do it is she making it work if she can get a man no Facts, <laughs> but i can't okay. too Facts, um i am so. not easy going all right my man will tell you <laughs> yes me i am not um i could tell you no um but <laughs> no but i love you my little sweetie pie um so yeah, girls, Deborah O'Dunn already left like a hoe she is. Um, so this is the end of the episode. Again, 100th episode. We got to celebrate with some one, a wonderful woman right here. Um, follow us as always at to save queens on all the social mediums. Um, well, I guess all the ones until Miss Twitter dies. Um, did you have anything you want to do a final word? Well, I think you already gave the final word, but yeah. <laughs> my, my final, say to Deborah? my final, final word is that I love you. Um, I love Devereaux. I love the platform that you guys have created. And just keep doing it because this right here is the shit. Oh, well, right. I, I can't promise about that last one. But oh, yeah, you, we'll keep doing so. We'll keep doing so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm keeping it all in. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, we'll see. You never know. We'll see. But yeah, we got some things we'll talk about next week, girls. But just I keep being, just keep safe, being true and to yourself and what you want to create. That That's really what it is. I like that. I'm going to cut that in. <laughs> I, hope y'all I hope y'all stay safe, healthy, and safe out there. Bye. Bye.